Warning, the Happy Ending Pod shows a couple of guys with microphones on a computer consuming copious amounts of alcohol and who say anything about anyone and everything they feel like. It was all in fun and not to be taken seriously. We don't own the rights to any music playing during our broadcast. Thank you and enjoy. This has gone so far off the rails. <laughs> Holy shit. How about Clint Bitten? Why'd you pay? Stop I guess. Oh! No! Oh, no. I don't know how he knows this. It's white people. Probing the unknownable. Yes. Well, there's good English dickheads. I enjoy grandma's picking the banana. I'm sure you do. Bocce oh. ball? You're going to have no I beat my instrument. I don't know if I'll do it on air. <laughs> no, I think it should just be an hour of us tuning and then say, thank you. And <laughs> he spewed. <laughs> he, oh my god. It's <laughs> That'll be a nail biter. <laughs> <laughs> a nail biter. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. I couldn't quite put my finger on. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm glad. I'm glad you got to it. Nail biter. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> I, I was thinking knee slacker, but I was like, nah, that's not the right word. What's the right word? Nail biter. Ah, that's it. Ah, that's it. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Happy Pod Show. <laughs> B3's laughing. Yes, I, I don't am. know what happened. I'm Grant. I'm B3. Welcome today to uh, an all rock and roll episode. That's we right. are rocking out. Special interview with Boyd Vader coming up. That's today, right, folks. So. Let's get into uh, our usual B3 Beast. That's right. We're celebrating. Still celebrating. It's uh, we still enjoying. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, we, we're not one for mourning on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we celebrate deaths as if they were life and party. Yes. yes. And we party for your death. That's right. Then you know you always stop on your grave. Also, yes. There's on your tombstone. Sure. Okay. I spit on your grave. Ah. Okay, so, coming from, again, show favorite. Sometimes you have to to make it fit. <laughs> Founders Brewing Company. <laughs> That's just the advertisement they want. Sometimes you have to spit to make it fit. Founders Brewing Company. Uh, so. Hey, recap. <laughs> We're starting over a fourth time. <laughs> if it doesn't fit, you must have spit. No, you must <laughs> The no. Cochrane defense. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, that turned into a pun, and I didn't mean it to. <laughs> it was pretty good. Oh, thank you. So, for Founders... <laughs> <laughs> Fountain's Brewing Company, CBS Canadian Breakfast Out. Uh, you may have heard this one before about eight hundred times on this <laughs> show. Uh, it is an imperial stout brewed with chocolate and coffee, aged in maple syrup bourbon barrels. Mm-hmm. It clocks in at an ABV of eleven point three percent. And well, you know, I'm not going to read the whole thing on the back again because I've done that like eighty times on mm-hmm. the show. But suffice it to say, it is delicious. It is world class. It is CBS. Mm. Not Central Broadcast. Not the network. This no. is actually good. This is important. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, that's uh, this one whew, four or five times on the show by now already. And this year, at least two, two or three times for sure. At but least this year, yeah. yeah. Well, without further ado, let's get uh, let's get a proper introduction here, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Uh, welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show from Void Vader, Eric Kluber. Yeah, what's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Uh, Hello, um, Philadelphia. Close enough. <laughs> or is it just Pennsylvania? Close uh, where are you at in Pennsylvania? We're actually in Reading, Pennsylvania, which is about, what, 40 minutes from Philly. So we're, that's probably... Oh, same thing. You yeah. guys are suburb. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't say that if you saw Reading. <laughs> One day. But hey, isn't there, a, isn't there a club out there called the Silo? There or used, was there? There used to be, yeah. Yeah, it's been shut down for uh, murders. <laughs> nice. Yeah, when I was in White Wizard, we played a show there on the Corpaclani tour. Corpaclani, Tear, Swashbuckle, and White Wizard. That was like 2010. Wow, that's not that long ago. Yeah. I mean, it's 10 years ago, but whatever. Who's counting? Yeah, but still, it's still not, you know, that long. I mean, I don't know how long it's been shut down. Maybe since 2014, 2015, maybe? There you go. I got in there when it was good. That place was pretty big, and there's like a hotel right next to it, too, yeah, right? Yeah. The uh, River Edge, which is now Prostitute Headquarters. Nice! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Open the club back up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that was like a barn. That's why it was called the Silo. It was a big barn. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But it was pretty big. It had, it had multiple levels. You know, i only been there once. Yeah. Like I said, like, uh, Pennsylvania's kind of a Hard state to get shows in. I don't know what's up with you That's all. That's weird. <laughs> I wouldn't expect that. No. It's kind of like Wisconsin. Wisconsin just tells bands to fuck off, you know? Really? Everyone just goes Minneapolis to Chicago. And uh, next door, I got I got a line on a place in uh, Milwaukee. But anywho, what's up, dudes? Not much. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say, you brought up Wisconsin. We know they don't like their beers being exported. What is up with that? But they like their beers, I can tell you that. They like their they beers, yes, yes, but they don't like them leaving state. Everyone's so weird now. Everyone's getting so uh, sensitive. Yeah, well, oh, God. That's it. You're on the right show. We found the right guy. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, we can talk about these pussies all day long. Fucking ain't right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, let's first, but first, let's talk about Void Vader. Oh, yeah, music. And, and, heavy I, metal, rock and roll. Let's do it. We were rocking out earlier to some of your stuff. Um Oh. And I already drew a blank on the fucking name of the album, your debut album. God. Well, the, the first one's Dehumanized. Dehumanized. I knew it was human something. I'm like, God damn it, Grant. Human with a Y. No, it's Dehumanized. Dehumanized. And uh, we recently re-released Stranded with yes. Ripple Music, added some songs to it, remixed, remastered, and it's a masterpiece. Check it out. Oh, we were listening to it. Guy, I highly recommend it. You guys are awesome in there. Um, Thanks, dude. First off, let's get into the rest of the band. You, you have Lucas. Lucas Canopa. Yeah, he's our singer. He's our lead guitar player. We're a lead guitar team. He's uh, he's our leader. Leader Lucas, yeah. From Uruguay. He moved here in like 2013. And uh, him and I started jamming together around 2015. And on bass, we have Sam. Sam Harmon. And uh, he's who you talk to. He's been with the band since about 2017. And on the recordings, our good buddy, Herman, who came with Lucas from Uruguay, 
That's Uruguay. I mean, for us Americans, so that's how most of us would <laughs> pronounce it. I bet you can't even find it on a map, but it's down there in South, South America. South America, yep. Oh, we, have, <laughs> we have listeners from Uruguay. Oh, that's great. Yeah, hometown <laughs> heroes, <It> man. Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> well, Herman and Lucas, those are your listeners. <laughs> no, we don't. Now, truth be told, because, um, you know, the, the visa and immigration process is so difficult and uh, Herman had to move to London with his wife because she's from Sweden and they're a married couple. But once she graduated from college, um, her visa ran out and he could have stayed here as an artist, uh, which is always a year to year. It's, it's never a for sure thing, but they're married. So he had to move to London. So he's been there. How long? Almost a year at this point. So he, he recorded, he did our tours, um, uh, for the past well he's been in the band since 2015 as well but last year he had to leave um playing drums with us and recording our next record uh is is um our good buddy from uh connecticut mr joey dibiase and so he'll be he toured with us this past summer uh when we did a tour with Slaufeg and sanhedrin and he will be on tour with us for the spring breakneck 2020 tour that's a little bit of the rundown. Uh, what's up? I'm a little pissed that they can't get to Pennsylvania. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, this time, uh, the furthest east we go, depending how you look at it, actually is New Orleans, and that'll be a new territory for us. But up there around you, Rust Belt State is uh, Detroit. That's, that's my hometown. We're hitting there. and then we're, we're So, like, what happens is we scoot out. It's like a three-week tour, so it's like a week getting out to South by Southwest, and then we scoot our way up the Midwest, get up to Detroit, and then uh, and then come back. It's a big old triangle. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, I gotcha, gotcha. Detroit, Rock City. Sure. Detroit, Rock City, man. Um, all, right, all right, how do you hook up with, uh, I'm going to probably fuck up this name, Ulrich Wild. Ulrich Wild. Okay, man. Well, if you ever look at his resume, he, he produced yeah. our Dehumanized album. He's yeah. done like hundreds of bands yeah. the big names being pantera deftones stag static x white death zombie. clock slash metalocalypse yep. and um white before what's that white zombie white zombie i mean just look at it the list is a mile long is, and yeah. uh fantastic producer engineer uh before before void vader i was in a band called gypsy hawk and Ulrich had heard about us and introduced himself, and he was interested in producing the final Gypsy, what would have been Gypsy Hawk's third record. Uh, Gypsy Hawk ended up disbanding disbanding in 2014, so that never happened. But I kept in touch with him, and I ended up joining Void Vader, and he came out and saw us. And he, he, he lives in Silver Lake, which is like, oh, two or three miles down the road from me. I live in Hollywood. And he kind of set up like a like an independent label deal, meaning we go out there um, and record for free, and, and we worked out a deal to make it in everyone's interest, very fair for everyone involved. And uh, he recorded Dehumanized. That's how we we worked with him. That's yeah, that's that's not a bad first uh, first record producer engineer setup there. I loved it, man. And it seems like you guys are digging it too. Oh yeah, well we're paying attention and hey, listening, learning too, because we didn't know who you guys were until uh, we stumbled onto each other on Instagram. 
Well, tell me about that. See, I'm curious because now I was intrigued that your podcast is about beer and uh, beer and metal and whatever else you talk about. And I, that sounded like right in my, in my wheelhouse. <laughs> and Sam's like, well, you should go ahead. And, you know, Sam's he's got like three jobs, man. So he couldn't do it. Yeah, and I was like, "I'll do it." <laughs> How'd you guys find out about the Void Vader? That's all right. Well, I'll give you a quick rundown of the history sure. of us. Last uh, <laughs> last year, we started doing this uh, in March, and it starts. It, it actually starts a year or two before that. We've been hanging out, drinking, and we just come up with so much nonsense and stupid stuff. We thought, "Hey, we should record some of this stuff to remember it." Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> to remember it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because so much is said, and the next morning you're texting each other going, hey, what was that funny thing we said last night? And you go, what oh, time man. or how did it go? And nobody can remember. Yeah. yeah. So we started recording a, what we decided to call a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, it's all just for fun. We usually talk about whatever we want. We always talk about the beers we drink. And one night I decided, you know what? This chick's hot. I'm going to see if we want, can interview her. And all right. It worked out, and we had a chick from the Hustlers movie on with us, and she we interviewed her. And it was like, yeah. holy, holy fuck, it was, you know, just, you know, it was basically you go to a bar, you see chicks, you talk to them, and you hit on them, and whoever says is the one that you're going to talk to or go home with. <laughs> so that's basically how this started, and like I said, we do this all for fun, man, just to meet new yeah. people, and um, so we, we create, you know, it, it got bigger and bigger over the year. We created uh, social media pages, and uh, Sam yeah. started following us. Sam Very followed cool, us man. with Avoid Vader, and I followed him back. And I was checking him out. I'm like, you know what? Let's, I'm going to shoot Sam a message and see, you know, what we, we, you know, throw a dart, see if they're interested. You know? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, we love meeting new people. I'm glad that that worked out. It sounds sounds just about right, man. Just like the laws of attraction. Yeah. Heavy metal booze. Yeah, we. Yeah, yeah it, it's a good it's a good team up. Yeah, it's great shit, man. And so that it was one of the actresses from the movie Hustler. That's what got you guys rolling. Um. Well, no, us in general got ourselves rolling, but the fact <laughs> but, but reaching out to people, reaching out to new people and different people by by her being kind enough to come on and say, "Yeah, yeah she'll yeah. do it." And, and yeah, that, that's you what, start realizing you can reach out to a whole lot more people once one says yes. Yeah. Um, sure. Sure, man. You know, kind of get the get that wave rolling. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm exactly. stoked, man. It's cool talking to y'all. And the fact that you know about the silo, like, did you um, <laughs> go see shows there? I mean, it was a good club. Hey, well, I was there a few times. Uh, um, yeah, my wife was there a few times. I know she saw, um, oh, God, what's the rapper's name there? I can't stand him. But anyway. Fuck is his name? <laughs> He's still alive, so it doesn't really oh, matter. <laughs> LL Cool J? No, no, nobody that cool. I would have gone to see that one. It was right like on, fat, fat Joe. It was Fat Joe. Fat Joe. That's, yeah. bringing, up, that's bringing me back to like the 2000s. Yeah, that's early. Some yeah. MTV shit or something. Yeah, his, <laughs> his whole two hits got him a deal at the silo. Yeah, he's now a diabetic Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. But anyway... Okay. Oh. Yeah, like I was saying, um, we would love to come out to Pit, like well, to Pennsylvania. Yeah, and I always think of Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, and then Reading. But to me, that's you know, to me that's Philadelphia. Obviously, everyone loves the TV show. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, and and um, you know, I played a couple. Like there is a club called the Kung Fu Necktie. When I was in yeah. Gypsy Hawk, we played there. 
Yeah, they're they're uh, a, a small. Uh, I don't know if they're smaller, but they're they kind of cater to the more underground scene. Yeah, which is which is what Void Vader does, and what Gypsy Hawk did. Uh, when I was in Gypsy Hawk, we toured with the Sword. You guys ever heard of them? No, no. The Swords, check them out. Like a big stoner band. And uh, we were on their Apocryphon tour. We played a, a pretty big place, you know. I mean, it was it was more of a theater, so that that was uh, not a small club. But yeah, Void Vader, you know, when I I moved out to LA in two thousand and nine um, because I had been in Detroit my whole life. I'd wanted to be in a touring band, and I could never get in one. Like I could always get in good bands, but the guys just wanted to play it safe. They wanted to play, kind of be local heroes. And that just wasn't, that's not what I was oh, looking yeah. for. Yeah. I, I just, I love traveling. I love touring. You know, some people don't, and, and I understand that. But, you know, I call it my civilian life, my d- domestic life. That's all just so I can get my shit together and tour. That's what life is about for me. <laughs> so um, I got this band, White Wizard, and that was that tour I was telling you about with Corpaclani, and uh, that put out a record on Earache Records. That folded uh, for my time in that one, and I got into Gypsy Hawk, and I was in that for three years. So, And I just loved Gypsy Hawk especially, toured a lot. And I loved touring, touring, touring. And Void Vader, you know, when we first started out, we kind of were like kicking around. I always say playing crappy shows with crappy musicians because, you know, we had to go through some dudes. But, uh, you know, I was adamant, like, you know, you got to get out. You got to tour. And and the guys, you know, I was in two bands at the time. Actually, we all were. We we're all in a bunch of projects. And then it became apparent of what the best project was, and that's Void Vader. We were working with Ulrich, you know. It felt good. So we went with it, and we started touring small, like, like uh, I guess maybe just weekends, just like small shows like Vegas and San Diego and Sacramento, for example. And then like a week tour up and down, like mostly California with a Reno show. And then like Southwest getting to, to like Austin, Texas and back, et cetera, et cetera. And we did do an East Coast and we were trying so hard to get to Philadelphia. We just got told to fuck off. But hey, man, what the fuck? that's how it goes. I, that's how it goes sometimes. I, I understand that like Philly has the reputation of being a gruff place, but just outright turning away bands and musicians it doesn't it doesn't seem to make financial sense from a venue standpoint well it's, it's just it's a tough gig a lot of it's who you know and who you blow what no just kidding no no, no i don't disagree no, with no, that it's the music industry. i believe that <laughs> yeah try, yeah <laughs> but but, I, I, but seriously you know when you're a band and you're trying to get out there and people haven't heard of you yet yeah exactly it's, it's a tough sell it's a tough sell so you know um hopefully we'll, we'll get out there soon but in the meantime you know this spring break tour um it's like three weeks you know uh, and like i said we're getting out to south by southwest getting up to detroit and then coming back and then that's where we're at right now and uh and you've heard some of our shit but i gotta i must say that we took the last let's see our last show was actually september 11th at the viper room down here in hollywood mm-hmm. oh that's not a bad and, place no <laughs> <laughs> that's a well-known place yeah, it's killer. That's that's kind of, I guess I'd say our hometown club. That's where we play. You know, I mean, it's I live in Hollywood, so for me, it's literally. I think it says three point three miles when I take a lift there. You know, oh, pretty. Cool. 
bats, right? Not bad. But they're really cool, and they support metal. And, and a lot of the clubs, not just in L.A., but around the country, are kind of drying up. Um, so it's you got to support your local clubs, man. I would, it, uh, but regardless, uh, they're around, and they love heavy metal, and they support heavy metal. That's that's our, our place that we play here. And we've been writing music since this last show. And uh, right before we get to, to tour, we're flying out Joey. Like I said, he lives in Connecticut. And he gets here for three days. And we've been like working like long distance, making demos. But we're going to record the drums for the new record. And this shit, well, we've been playing like half our set's going to be new stuff. And on this tour coming up. And it's just killing it. I mean, it's, it's killing everything we've done. And you, you got to hear it to get it. But it's <laughs> we played one new song. It's killer, man. Um, like, um, we did a show at, in Pasadena. But go ahead, what's that? I was looking at your tour dates, and I'm like, yeah. from March 11th to April 3rd, what is that? 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 20 freaking shows. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think it's 22 month. shows in 24 days. There's two days oh off. My God. <laughs> that's how you got it to it. I, I got to be honest, it's pretty insane, but yeah, that, that's a hell of a grind. It's, yeah, man. But, you know, I didn't. That's that's how it goes. So because every day off, you're just losing money, well, and yeah, yeah. Uh, you just gotta you just gotta go. You just like nonstop, baby. <laughs> starting in Las Vegas, yeah, on the March 11th. I mean, some of the places: New Orleans, uh, Austin, two yeah. nights in a row for the Stoner Jam and Spider Ball. Spider Ball, yeah, that's the South by Southwest showcase. Yeah, that's Austin's turned into a pretty good place, to my understanding. Yeah, Austin is. Um, I've always had a good show there. Void Vader's only played there once. Uh, my previous bands played there quite a bit, and this tour will play there for the two showcases. It's it's a vibrant town for sure. A lot going on. Texas in general is, I think, it's uh, Void Vader's favorite state. You know, we play <laughs> Texas every tour because you always go through it for hours. Well, that's what that was Pantera's home state, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that explains it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good yeah it's really good you know i run into occasionally uh uh panta uh dimebag daryl's um uh girlfriend rita rita i, re I run she goes she hangs out at the rainbow quite a bit and they do the dime bash out here yeah. annually so yeah. we'll just tie in there the, rain the rainbow man that was uh lemmy's old haunt yeah yeah I there's once again story the sunset strip what's that there are some storied locations out there, man. Yeah, if you haven't been, you, you got to. I mean, I've been here for like 10 years, and and I love it for me personally. It's it's why I came out here was to, to find musicians who put music number one in their life, and, and I've been successful with that. And, yeah, the Rainbow's an amazing place. It's my favorite bar in the world. Uh, second favorite would be Crowbar in London in Soho if you ever – Good chance to go there. Another fantastic metal bar, but yeah, the Rainbow, the Whiskey, the Viper Room, the Whiskey. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're still there, and uh, the history of those places. Oh God, yeah, I mean, it's insane. If those walls could talk, cool. the walls can't talk. It's incredible. <laughs> it's because they haven't been. Cool. They're alive. <laughs> they're alive. I've actually got a lyric in one of our new songs that goes, "Rainbow drinks always hit you hard because they don't fuck around there." You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Order yourself a whiskey coke. You thank me later if you remember it. Oh, damn nice. <laughs> Can't go wrong with a whiskey coke anyway. No, yeah. no. 
Usually uh, get- a whiskey with some Coke. <laughs> long as i keep it down <laughs> hell yeah man um shit like so the band's doing super well like we're all pumped up about it well you've been, uh, you've been the, together for, what's that you've only been together since what like four years now i uh, i guess this will be our fifth year that's four years but i gotta be honest the first two years we're kind of fucking around, really. It was like, it started off as a jam. I had just gotten out of a band, and I was yeah. starting to get back in the scene. Lucas was kind of in a similar uh, position. Uh, his band that he moved out here with Ur- from Uruguay, Uruguay, as they, they, I can't even pronounce that, <laughs> but American way is Uruguay, Uruguay right? But they had, they had broken up, so we were all kind of, musicians you got to keep playing because once you start getting sitting down and, and you, you kind of you're dead you got to keep moving yeah. anyway uh yeah the first two years we're going through it was a lot different band we had different people in it we're kind of figuring it out even if it was really going to go anywhere but once we got sam that's really that was our final piece of the puzzle and and the response you could just feel it like we're on to something here and so the sound continued to evolve to this day so what you hear is good i wish we did a couple more tracks with ulrich that's my only thing because we had a lot of songs that were where the was uh that's where we were creatively at the time mm-hmm. and those songs are still demoed we still have demos of them but we never recorded them with him they, mm-hmm. that would have been really cool and we could have done it you know so that you keep working and the new stuff that we got i'm fucking stoked man <laughs> I, I can't wait to do it we're on ripple music so we got a good platform to, to get it out there and like I said, we're going to be recording drums, and and when we come we go on tour, when we come back, then we're just going to knock out the guitars, and I cannot wait for everybody to hear it. Okay. Do you have an album name yet? I do not have an album name, but we have all the song names. We get all the music. I mean, it's it's down. It's ready to be recorded. Okay. That's awesome. We'll let you know when we, we pick out the name. Absolutely. names. You know, not a priority. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, 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 we're not at that stage yet. We can, we can. It doesn't have to be named yet. Well, um, okay, I know you guys are not uh, considered stoner rock. I, I, we're not um, because you know stoner. Yeah, we don't. We're not a traditional stoner rock band, but exactly. we play with a lot of stoner rock bands. Okay, we're part of that scene because right now uh, a lot of the doom bands, the stoner bands. You know, I consider us a heavy metal band. You know, not death metal, not thrash metal, not not, not stoner metal. Regardless, uh, we're a heavy metal band. If you don't have like either just death metal vocals, thrash metal screaming, <laughs> the scene for that is the stoner rock scene. So we all get kind of lumped into uh, with each other. Okay. Yeah, and out here in the West Coast, especially, I, um, I feel like East Coast is a lot more hardcore out here um there's a and through the southwest there's a lot of stoner rock bands especially portland seattle a lot of doom out of there so yeah. so that's where we played with like like holy grove would be a stoner rock band that we played with that's that's really you know a proper stoner rock band we played with with doom bands like yidra uh which is from here um lord dying uh we actually almost went on a tour with them but what I'm getting at is right now, 
if you have like melodic singing, essentially, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of just get thrown into the stoner rock genre. And in the stoner rock itself, I, I think that it's kind of like gone as far as it can. It's been a little bit limited. So it's time for some new sounds. And, and that's mm-hmm. where we come in, you know? Uh, we, we've got like fast, upbeat music. Um, we're not afraid to shred. We love to, to shred. We call our music riffs, hooks, and leads. Okay. I did see that yeah. on your page, yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what that's what we're going for, both melodically, uh, vocally. You know, you can sing along to our shit. Uh, riffs are super important. Without a good riff, a song's boring. Yeah. And lead, we love to we love to just rock out and play that play the guitars, man. Well, that's what we were sitting here listening to your uh, to the couple you know, both the albums, and you, you get feels of Ozzy, you get feels of Stone Temple yeah. Pilots, uh, uh, Motorhead. It's such a an eclectic mix in everything you guys were doing on these albums. I'm glad that you fought, you caught that. Oh well, thank. You. <laughs> but, yeah. I, Sounds like you get it, but there's definitely a ton of influences of the of different uh, bands and genres alone. Yeah, in, in Void Vader, which is freaking awesome. Thanks, man. Um, I like that you brought up uh, Stone Temple Pilots because there is an actual al- alternative '90s influence, mm-hmm. for, uh, mostly from Lucas and Sam, which those guys are too young to even they weren't around when that shit was <laughs> oh, no, on the did. radio, okay. right? But so I, I found that really interesting that a lot of you'd hear hints of Stone Temple Pilots, yep, Soundgarden, yep. Nirvana. Yep. Absolutely, it's in there. And what other bands are really doing that? Like we do it in a way where it's not like we're playing alternative music. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not a copy or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. you're not no. looking for be grunge. I, I mean, you're almost you you took Nirvana, Stone Temple Pilots, and slammed them with Megadeth and Pantera and Ozzy. And right, it's, it's like yeah. such a you it, you incorporated them into your own sound and then folded it all in together. Yeah, yeah, you guys get it, and that was surprising to me. I wasn't pushing for that, and and, and be quite honestly, that doesn't really come from me. <laughs> I'm more of like <laughs> the metal dude. That's, that's very much Lucas, and very much Lucas, I'd say. I think he really, really, really enjoys a lot of the singing and melody styles of them. My favorite band from that genre was Nirvana. I really, really like Nirvana, but yeah, um, he's even much more into that. So it, it just comes out, and that's what I like about the band. We also, you know, we're really in, we like Power Trip, which is like a modern, more like, like they kind of sound like obituary. You know what I'm talking about, Power Trip? They're pretty big. No? No, I don't know that one. <laughs> Fair enough, but they're pretty big. So within this year, like, dude, probably next week, some reason you're just going to, like, stumble across. Probably. (laughs) Pretty fucking big. So they're heavy. Uh, I mean, so we got, like, our heavy sides and melodic sides. But it's, you know how, like, in the early 2000s, all that new metal shit would kind of do this, like, this uh, breakdown riff. And then they'd start singing (laughs) and have the clean screaming shit. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. (laughs) Okay. that's, That's not how... We, we kind of meld it. We, we put, um, yeah, we don't go with that approach. There is melody and there is heaviness, but it's more of a subtle blend, if you will, yeah. you know, a puree. I was going to, I was going to say a fine origami. 
<laughs> fine origami. Okay. Well, well you're <laughs> taking, you know, you're taking oh, all okay. these. Going back to the folding it in. Take, folding okay. it in. You're taking okay. all these different influences that are that are. I mean, it's all still rock and roll, whether it's grunge yeah. or whether it's hair metal. Uh, yeah, and, but you're and you're folding it into this, okay. you know, this swan. This swan <laughs> that is Void Vader right now. You know, I'm, I'm that's, Swan that's Vader. Swan. No, I love this. I'm, I get it. I remember origami. I mean, that was a thing when I was in school. Tell me, you guys threw uh, origami Chinese stars at each other all the time. Well, that, come exactly. on, yeah, <laughs> poke your eye out. But no, that's what I, I, to me. That's what, it's a sound like you know because you're mixing it these yes. different genres. You know, who thought you know. Uh, um, um, Nirvana and Megadeth together in the right. same sentence before. Okay? Yeah, you know, yeah. often thought Those Nirvana are almost Nirvana like bitter enemies. Like I know Megadeth kind of like had this. They kind of got confused in the '90s. You know, things got turned upside down for them. But yeah, those were two kind of opposing sounds in a lot of ways. <laughs> but you, and, but, but that's to, to us, yes. To the normal human being, it all still... It sounded the same. It sounded like a bunch of noise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, but to us, there is a difference. and we A a drastic difference. Yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you this. One other thing about this band, and and, and this is my own personal statement, I think that uh, heavy metal has kind of fallen off the tracks. And what I mean by that, way too heavy for too long. And there's so much more to heavy metal than just trying to be heavy, which is funny because, like, Ozzy is not death metal. Ozzy is very metal. Same thing with Judas Priest. Mm -hmm. Uh, Heaviness had been achieved and peaked in the 90s, Mm -hmm. all right? It's never gotten any heavier. And it's funny because... You can tune lower, it doesn't get heavier. You can add faster uh, blast beats, it doesn't get heavier. And it's almost like an insecurity. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not true heaviness to me. And what's happened is it used to be called extreme metal for a reason. Like, there was metal and there was extreme metal. And so what happens is if you were into rock, you might be into metal. If you were into metal, you might be into extreme metal. That's where I'm at. I mean, I've seen Morbid Angel. I've seen Cannibal, like, at at their peak still to this day. I love it. But I'm like a metalhead. So what's happened? Everybody's just gone extreme metal. They've like it's it's gone into this tiny niche of the entire uh, genre. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's healthy. I think they've explored that territory as far as possible. As to the Satan isn't scary anymore. Inverted crosses aren't scary anymore. To me, black metal makeup is fucking glam metal, dude. It, <laughs> like it's there's nothing. I'm sorry, it's been done. It's been perfected. So, it's got to go back to to the songs. It's got to get lighter. <laughs> By getting lighter, it'll actually get heavier. Watch me. It'll be more impactful. You know, when it's just... Dude, when shit just sounds like noise, it's a fucking turnoff. Did they, like, you got... It's, what's subdiv- that? it's subdivided itself so much. Now there's 50,000 subgenres of metal. You yeah. got to ask, is this metalcore or is there... I saw some shit posted online like, this is post-metalcore. I said, like, what the fuck is post What's that mean, right? I don't, I don't know what that know. means. It, it's, you, you had metal, thrash, death, and like you said, extreme. And that was pretty much all the genres or subgenres you needed. Now there's all these different titles. And like you said, sure. they're concentrated on the blast beats and the palm muted riffs. And the, but there's no groove. 
There's no there's no actual riff or anything sucks, playing. It's dude. just down tuned and, and muted. That's Boring. what I do. Yeah. I'm with you, dude. I mean, it's and trust me, I'm a fucking metalhead. All right. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I love the extreme shit. And if I go to a concert and I think it's boring and just sounds like fucking screaming noise, yeah. What's your average person fucking think? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. These people that think that Ozzy Osbourne is noise, like to me, that's like operatic. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's, that's ballet. Yeah. Music, that's what I was. You know? That's a really good way of putting it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's atmosphere with Ozzy. And yeah, so and you know what? Real quick with Ozzy, people don't uh, appreciate his range in his vocals. I love him. Uh, yeah, hey, the Perry Mason is one of my favorite oh, fuck, songs yeah. of his, and the way he that's hits, a good tune when he hits the the chorus. Oh yeah, it's yeah. just insane. And um, what's the one he did about Charlie Manson? He's he not only is very vocal yeah. range, but he's also a great storyteller. Hey, man, I love Ozzy Osbourne, and it's... Now, he's a legend, mm -hmm. but like I feel like if a, a lot of these metalheads, if he didn't have that legend that everyone's grown up with, would they truly appreciate it? No, know? no. So, yeah, man, it's... <laughs> so, you know, music's got to be... Uh, we feel it's musical, you know, and if if you are a tr here's what extreme metal should be. It should be for the most crazy motherfuckers that truly love the most heinous noise of all time. And I totally fucking respect that. But don't turn that into the whole genre. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's like keep the fringe on the fringe. Exactly. Respect it for the fringe. Yeah. But don't don't showcase your entire fucking thing. You know, it's like pizza. All right. <laughs> not, now we're talking. Orders uh, anchovies on the pizza. Not much, right? Mm -hmm. That's a pretty reserved thing. <laughs> so if every pizza was anchovy pizza, you're just not gonna. Most people aren't gonna eat it. Can you imagine? So you gotta you gotta present the genre. Should it's gotta be music, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, which is funny. You should ever have to argue that music should be musical, but <laughs> here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to 2020. Sure, man. Well, okay. and, and that's, like I said, it's gone as far as it can. And I think they keep trying to go down this path that peaked, in my opinion, in the early 90s, as far as it hasn't gotten heavier. Yeah. It hasn't gotten more satanic, extreme, brutal. It and I, think, I give keep trying to, but I think it's apparent that that's as far as you can take it and, uh, there. And they, like, they kind of like threw away so many other ingredients that you that are fucking awesome and so hey you know what good we'll do it that's what we do we write the music that we want to hear that that's yeah that's what it yeah as long as you're enjoying it exactly it, yeah who cares what everybody else thinks yeah um but maybe that's what they think too well they do and that's True. that's fine but I, i'm just talking about to me that's why a lot of shit's not successful yeah yeah that, i agree with that Okay, if 99.9 .9 million of the uh, percentage of the population just thinks it sounds like shitbag noise, it's going to be a kind of a hard sell. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. If you, yeah, if you, if you subgenre and niche yourself to the point where 20 people in Fort Worth like you and that's it, you're in trouble. Are we talking about Ghost? <laughs> no, there, no. That's, no. That's commercially that's appealing that. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost oh, is the shit, modern kiss. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you know, there, I like Ghost. Um, 
I do. I have actually. I have all their CDs right in front of me. Okay. But they're one of their more newer ones. I wasn't caring for. Um, it reminds me of uh, my '80s montage movie music. It does, and see, I like that. Okay. I don't. Okay. Um, it's, it's an interesting thing. Like, um, it's definitely divisive. Because their newer stuff is getting radio play. Their older stuff is. Does like, it? Yeah. I, actually, I didn't think radio played a song that was like newer than thirty years old. Oh no! Well, <laughs> we have uh, we have uh, WMMR out of Philly. They will play the, They play new stuff. They play. Ghost Dude, that's awesome! Philly. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, they. Um, but sometimes they shit on West Coast. Like we can't. In, in, there's good West Coast bands that come out. We can't. They, they might play them once a day on. You know. Um, that's interesting. I, it's kind of funny to me because there's. And you, you know, for you a while, there was, like, East Coast, West Coast rivalry, yeah, and yeah. it is different, by the way. Oh, it is a different, yeah. Oh, yeah. But then that goes back to you not being able to get a gig here in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, it's just so it's, But, like, we, uh, we've got to prove ourselves, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I respect and understand that, you know? Like, fuck you. Who do you think you are? You're shit, you know? And, no, we're good. Come check it out. But All right. Yeah, that's how yeah, it has yeah, to go yeah. sometimes. It also... Um, Hurts too that uh, certain record companies have no problem paying radio stations to play music and to force feed the people. Well, yeah, and that's who I think it's been for a while. Oh, a I think time, that they yeah. kind of got it on lock, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's a whole like it's of- almost like they they bought the slots, and we think it's like oh they no the slots are done, dude. They're, yeah, filled. they're filled, and they've been exactly. filled for thirty yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that's what sucks. I think it's it, you know what. It's funny because I remember when when rock was like radio was relevant and modern and, and every at least every month, if not every week, to be a new song. Yep. Now me being a fucking spoiled bitch, like I got I, I always rip on radio. You know, oh fuck that shit. Of course, at the time, you know, that's when we're listening to Carcass and we're too cool for that. And but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like Tom Kiefer said, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Right. I, you look back, like, uh, that was actually reference. really cool. You know, it's like, whether or not it was my favorite song, the fact that music was current and, and, and people were competing to get those slots. Yeah, and yeah. Whether you liked it or not, you listened to it. And whether you liked it or not, you knew it. It, it was interesting. It, it was fun. So yeah. well, part if of- that comes back somehow, uh, uh, that sounds cool to me. I think part of the... Uh- <laughs> change with that has to do with MTV no longer playing videos or no longer having their headbangers ball and yeah that was a fun show yeah that was well, like I mean you had that and that that radio stations were copying MTV they're like yeah MTV's playing this we, we gotta should, play yeah. this yeah exactly. that's you had that and that going on and now that no longer exists unless mm. you want to hear about some 14 year old pregnant chick um, right? Who fuck listens? That's so lame. You uh, know what I mean? What happened like, to can, music television, yeah. man? What happened to it? And it's something that, like, because MTV came out when I was really young, and and concerts and radio uh, had been away for so. You kind of always expected it to be that way. It was almost took it for granted, you know? MTV showed back. I never. What's that? It was almost underground till MTV showed back up. What showed back up? Showed or what? up, I meant in general. So yeah, they showed yeah. up, you know, because well, they, they were they, pulling videos of everybody that you didn't know even existed. Yeah, yeah, they were actually there before MTV. I was living in Texas, um, and I was a kid, and it was called Friday Night Videos, mm-hmm. and that's that was the first video show I ever saw, and it was it was awesome to me. I, I was it was it's really fun, man, and all it should be late at night. 
So it was kind of almost like as a kid, that was kind of cool too. Cause yeah. like being up late was kind of like, uh, te- like against the rules when you're that oh, young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you're watching music videos. And you're watching music yeah, videos, yeah, yeah. which actually at the time was almost still dangerous, yeah, I exactly. guess I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun, man. Fucking yeah, and MTV absolutely. did come in and then those shows went away because MTV just owned. Yeah. But, um, it, bottom line is it was, it's more than just the fact that the music was was on these. It was that it was fun, and it was like Headbangers Ball was yep. part of your Friday, Saturday, whatever it was. And uh, they had like a thing after school too, the hard and heavy for thirty minutes, and yep. radio contests, and uh, it was a, it was a fun. There's more to it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty big. Yeah, yeah. So it's sad that that's. And maybe maybe it'll come back because you know everyone thinks they know what they're talking about, and <laughs> everyone's just like kind of throwing darts in the dark, if if you ask me. But they they act really authoritative, like this is the way it will be. We'll yeah. never come back. Like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Was, yeah. yeah, you realize that after maybe it'll come back because it was cool. Because that's really what it comes down to. Like was this okay? We tried to replace this with uh, you know pregnant fourteen year olds, right? <laughs> with some somebody. They're like, oh, it sells. This is what somebody's the watching. This. Yeah. Somebody yeah. likes this yeah. shit, right? <laughs> Trailer Park TV yeah. is big. <laughs> oh, God. Like, well, you, you know, and you talked about how everybody was, you know, uh, all these different subgenres and, and their music today, and a lot of the new stuff across the board has just become so lazy. You know, it can be. Um, I'm in a different spot because I'm like, I'm right in it. Like, you, so I can list yeah. off, you know. My friends' bands who, who we play shows with, like Haunt, like Fortress, like we just played with Monolith from San Diego, and these guys are awesome. And part of it is you have to be here. I was going to say, you're, in that, you're yeah. in that scene. We're stuck in this spot where you get what, what they're going to... The billboard top what they're, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so now... Where I was going... Um, where's the mouse thing? There it is. Um, I grow, I'm in a a multicultural musical household. Okay. Okay. I'll listen to anything. I always have, um, so hip hop and rap and I even listen to that stuff, but even that nowadays has gotten so lazy. There's nobody playing an instrument anymore. There's nobody even scratching on a vinyl record or on a turntable. It's all electronic noise. There's no talent. There's not, it's become lazy and kind of seems that way, right? What was that? It kind of seems that way. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm sure there is. Uh, you know, I'm not that well versed on it, but I know where you're getting at. And, and and I understand economics, you know, whatever sells, sells. The bigger fish is going to get the most attention. But there's some times where I'm like, why? That really sucks, you yeah, know? Exactly. Like that, exactly. If it was kind of cool, but it wasn't my thing, I get it. But, like, I'm just like, but there's, yeah. To me, I think the industry is just, I think it's the industry being lazy, and they've invested like like like. Let's just call these bands these stocks, if you will. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree <laughs> with it, that. These are the hot stocks, right? That they fucking sank some money into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they don't want that stock not to re- return yep. and yep. grow, whether it's good or bad. I don't fucking care. I invested a lot of money in this, and I'm going to see it through, perhaps. And that's why it's because. I do see things that are awesome that are like uh, actually really successful. They're just so small that a lot of people don't know. And I feel like, dude, if, cause I know exactly what you're saying. Like, and if the shit's not 
within because dude we don't got time to fucking research some, something for 20 hours we're all busy man you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. i can't fucking but so if it's so unattainable and so difficult like ah you know but uh i i feel like if, if some people would take this stuff that's thriving there is a badass small underground scene you just amplify it you just times it by a thousand mm-hmm. and it grows bigger it's there but you know the elites the illuminati if you will yeah, well that's, that's yeah. exactly the well, shot uh, callers yeah their stocks is like that's what they've been playing and dude i don't it fucking blows you know <laughs> yeah, that's the problem but like what you're referring to is stuff like like cbgb's used to be Okay, yeah. I mean, how cool is that shit, yeah, that was right? A fucking scene. Yeah. I mean, uh, but you're, you're, that's what you're referring to. That was underground, hidden. Nobody gave a shit. It was a hellhole nobody wanted to go to. And ah, then, you say that, but like, well, no, 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 it, no, it was no. awesome. I, I'm talking about it. Oh, well, yeah, it's awesome. But that I mean, was the commercial perception. That the commercial, like, the yeah, executives right. didn't want to go to that mess. They, uh, sure. Uh, who are these idiots? And then you look at the the major bands that came out of there yeah, and influenced an entire decade. Mind. Yeah, yeah. Just this legend after legend yeah, playing Ramones, on a Tuesday night. Blondie, at- Talking Heads, the New York Dolls. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ, there was some major talent playing in this shithole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that executives were turning their nose up at because you had disco running wild like a bunch sure. of Sure. Yeah, that it was disco. <laughs> and- so that's so what it's you're saying. Here, you, know, and you gotta that- find that hit that's what you're saying is you gotta they gotta find that hidden that hidden location or that that spot that they can tap into and say, this is it. This is what we want to hear. This is the next fucking thing. That's what they're afraid to do now, which is also like what he's saying. That's what, exactly. With with the stops, they're going with the tried and true cookie cutter that they know works because it worked five years ago. Yeah. Sure. That's what I... Unfortunately, you know, dude, uh, nothing is guaranteed at all. Meaning, rock and roll could completely... It really could. Now, I'm not, I don't want it to. And again, you know, live and let die. It is what it is. I don't think it will because it's actually really awesome. It does take, you know, it depends on people's versions of, of success. Is 100 people at a club successful? To me, yes. Mm-hmm. In the grand scheme of things, that's nickels and dimes. I'm not worth somebody's time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Un- I think it's awesome. Now we get to 500 people, 1,000 people. Uh, and I will say it's very important that do people love rock and roll and metal? Kids love metal. Don't believe this shit that like they. It's like these people they they make up the rules. Yeah, they make yeah. the stuff up. Like no, kids love metal, rock and roll, and new stuff too. They just don't hear it. They don't. So when you play it for them, like that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, something different. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I'm not. I'm not even saying like Black Sabbath or it has to be a legendary band. It could be, hmm, Void Vader, maybe. I'm like, dude, that's killer. Yeah. But, you know, it, the kids that, they kind of, uh, it's, it's, what's it called? A platform. A platform, it's got to be easy, dude. It's got to be, you know, back in our day. And it's still, if it, it could be this way again, but the radio, you hit a button, boom, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, fucking, it, people don't have time to make it their life's mission to seek out music. And that's why it's called underground. Like, all right, and, and that's where if it wants to be successful in a kind of a mainstream way, it just has to be uh, easier to get to. So, dude, that's why I, you know I really appreciate you guys uh, giving me a chance to come, and maybe we can get a show in uh, Philadelphia now. Oh, that'd be <laughs> they, they listen to us. 
<laughs> no, yeah, they, yeah they, they steal our gimmicks. You're the power. And you are the power, man. Well, what, yeah, one, one radio station is ripping us off. <laughs> yeah, we know. Trust me. Yeah. We do our bit one month. The next month, they're doing the same thing. Wait a minute. We just did this. Whoa. Well, hey, man, I got to be honest. If they're going to feature us next month, then thank you. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Then you got to drop our name on their airtime. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Happy ending podcast, man. <laughs> well, here, let me ask you, where did uh, the name Void Vader come from? That's Lucas, and you know, band names are kicking around. At first, we're just jamming to even see is this going to last more than one jam? Okay, yeah. we're digging it. We're talking about band names. Lucas came in one day and said, "How about Void Vader?" I wasn't sold on it immediately, but I tell you this: I mean, he, he got it. Oh, you know what I say about Void Vader? It means Darth Vader in Spanish. No shit. <laughs> but it's yeah. Seriously, it's Darth Vader in Spanish. Oh my right? fucking god, that's fucking great, dude. That's fucking because that's the that's the easy answer. But I tell you this, man, it's it's all awesome. um, it's awesome in so many ways. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, here's another. It, it's not super long or complex. Everybody can not, remember it, and not too many bands in the V section. That's what I was just gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. You know, it, it doesn't mean Darth Vader in Spanish, but it's well, a great. I'll, I'll forget it. Interview on. <laughs> disconnected. <laughs> so, like, yeah. No. You anyway, oh. it's, it's it's metal. Like I said, it rolls off the tongue. We got a killer logo. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's Who does the album covers? I'm sorry, what's that? Who does the album covers? Oh, that's... Now, the first one, Dehumanized, Ulrich Wilde's wife is a graphic designer, and okay. she she made that, which I think is is really cool. I just like the, the colors of it. It's kind of futuristic. Yeah, yeah. We were trying to get away from some of the cliche heavy metal motifs that have been yeah. just beat to the fucking ground. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> um, but, but, you know, part of being in a band now is... is it's very much not just the music, but the art and art how you portray it. We put in thoughts of like how we want to do things and, and meeting people and establishing these relationships with artists. Yeah. Um, one of our artists' name is Ryan Bartlett, just a killer dude, and, and he designed our logo. And then we work with them. We thought, okay, let's let's change it a bit. So that's developed over time. He's he's helped us with our graphic layout. Uh, what else? He like designs our tour posters. Our newest one's killer. If you check it out online, I, I just think it's so sweet. We're gonna make it uh, to an actual limited edition poster and uh, the tour shirt. But you know, just trying to get away with some of the fucking just cliches, and we've gone that route where a lot of it was. Uh, exploring things like we hired a like a an artist from the philippines and he made this kind of like thrash death metal thing for our toxic waste t-shirt and it was cool people liked it we sold some but it wasn't us like if we were like a like a fucking band like violence or death angel it would have been great but it wasn't us right uh another way is this this artist named um visual he goes by so many different names. What's this? What's it like? I'm, it's Max. He's from Canada, and uh, see, go Browmaster Visual Decay. I apologize, but it's in our liner notes. Okay. 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 And it's on our website, but but I found out about him through Trevor of Haunt, and and we're friends. If you haven't heard of Haunt, they're, yeah, they're 
great band. They're on tour. They're in Europe right now. But um, they're coming to the States with Satan and Night Demon and Bewitcher. They might be coming to Philadelphia. It's East Coast. I swear they might be playing. Keep your eyes out. I know they're playing Detroit. Um, Anywho. Okay. So so we talk and and like, hey, man, like your art's really cool. I like what you're going with it. And would you mind? And he gave me the name of his artist. And the dude, it's like... You just try it, and it worked with us, you know. So we got two main artists, you know, the Browmaster Visual Decay and Ryan Bartlett, who's from Orange County, California. Those are our dudes, man. And like I said, it's it's more than just a one-off. It's more than just a swipe of your credit card or ordering something from Amazon, all right? This is over time. You get to know each other. The artists know more of what we want. We know more of the style. It just gets better and better. I'm looking I'm looking at the Stranded album cover, and the immediate first feel I got was the uh, a modern rendition of the heavy metal movie. Okay, which was, dude, I mean, how cool was that? That was badass. First off, you got John Candy voicing in it. <laughs> second, <laughs> off, second off, uh, but yeah, that's the that's what I looked at when I saw that. I, that's the first thing that came to mind. I'm like, that's like modern heavy metal right there. So. Well, Thank you, man. And so it's a little bit de- – uh, just try to want to get away from, like, death and gore because we're not a fucking death metal yeah, band. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so Stranded, it's one dude. He's on an alien world, you know. Um, a, it has a little bit of, like, the portal, a little bit of, like, magic slash. On him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, all these elements uh, are – or why you know we talked to the artist and he's like how about this how about that yes no yes no but it but it came together pretty quickly and and i think it it's cool it's dark but it's like i said it's not just straight up gore no no exactly (laughs) it's literally a image telling a story yeah Yeah. i mean he's yeah that's so that's what we try to do um we got more on the way and and i'm just stick with us. Art is so much a part of it. And it. It's like, I don't know how much the bands in the past had to do with the art, but it's it's kind of, you, you know, you have to do, do everything yourself. You have to yeah. do it today. Yeah, you have to be involved today. So you can bitch about it because like, oh, I have to do more. I should just like write the music and not be booking, you know. What if it, but you know what? It's kind of fun, too, because it's like that's sort of like writing a song in its own sense. Like well, presenting. Exactly. It, it adds a whole other dimension to your music. Yeah, because now yeah. it's the visual interpretation of what you were saying in your music. Yes, um, Rob so Zombie I'm, was. I'm great stoked about that you guys dig it, and that's something we've been working on. I mean, gotta be honest, like we started off with no logo, and then like a shitty logo, <laughs> and then <laughs> some some stuff that didn't fit. What we, but it's been gotten better, and now like I'm 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 stoked to what we we crank out. You know? Yeah, it's, yeah. But I, you know what? To you, the the colored vinyl. That you guys, yeah, and that that is fucking amazing. It, it looks awesome, yeah. It's and, and that's at the end of the day, that's what it comes out down to. It's just got to be awesome, you know. Yeah. Uh, in the nineties, uh, you guys probably remember when vinyl was like shit. I didn't think we'd ever see this stuff. I know. Again. I know. Ever. And now it's ever. Like, and now it's like boutique, and it's like yeah, hell yeah, expensive. Yeah. But you know that's what? The way to say it, boutique. boutique. Exactly. Yeah. Twenty-four million dollars they made last year on vinyl sale, record sales. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> Those are big numbers to me, Fun baby. All right. Yeah. I like. I like it. So uh, we've wanted a vinyl. I did a compilation vinyl with some uh, 
California bands, all West Coast bands. And that was a step, you know, we put Void Vader on there, just one tune. But we didn't, you know, Dehumanize was not out on vinyl. When we first released Stranded, it was only six songs, and it was not out on vinyl. And then we got talking to Ripple, and that's what they specialize in. And we're like, wow. finally, we can have a vinyl. It's, it's expensive, just to let you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like, like right now, seriously, Sunday night, when my buddy comes back, we're working on the rear van, the cargo door to the fucking van to get it to... It's, st- it's sticking, and it's like been a bitch. <laughs> like, that's where our money's going. Like, we don't have the money, you know, to fix the rear door. Yeah. But, uh... We, so, working with Ripple, you know, and they have a... It's a good thing, man. Like, it's, like, not super long-term. We're not married to them forever. But I'm really happy. It, it's a deal that works for both both of us and that's what and matters. we were able to get the vinyl out so. yeah yeah that's killed yeah vinyl is such a better artwork than a cd it's, oh yeah because now you get something that's this big versus something that's on a yeah yeah yeah, yeah six by six or even on your phone where it's four inches at most yeah yeah the, the artwork on phones why not even why even have it i gotta be honest it's too small um no i actually collect cds um i know i'm I'm rare but there are cds still sell and however anybody wants it uh we were just part of a cassette tape on metal assault and it's another compilation get the fuck up i I know but i tell you what dude it's kind of cool. It's super limited. Oh, People are stoked on it. Yeah. yeah. You know, just one, nobody could play them. One thing. <laughs> <laughs> People find ways to roll around in my 87 Civic. I can listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Like people do that, like kind of. Honestly, there are a lot of people with shitty fucking old cars, man. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is kind of cool. <laughs> Shit, I still got a boombox upstairs. <laughs> it whatever makes people happy. Well, you know at the what? end of the day. You know, like, yeah, like some people, it like brings them back. Yeah. And yeah, it's like yeah. fun. Yeah, nostalgia makes it better, yeah. too. Um, yeah. Sure. I, uh, Whatever. I love vinyl, always have, but there was nothing about, nothing from that, that you open a brand new cassette tape that had that smell, that new oh. cassette tape smell. Especially if it had an insert. Oh, if it had like fold big out? long ones with all the lyrics and like shit. Guns N' Roses had like a 12 page fold out of the cassette, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Loved it. I did too, man. And, uh, and I remember uh, being. Remember when they were like chrome tapes? I think they were called the see through the chrome, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And before that, it was all white. Yeah. And I mean, that was a big deal. Like, I was bummed if I had like a white cassette tape because that was just fucking not, not good enough, man. Yeah, it was plain. Yeah. I want to see the tape in there. I yeah. Need, I need to see the I need brown tape. The brown tape. Oh, God. Yeah, man. All right, well, uh, I got one question for you. I, I, you know, we researched through Instagram, Facebook, etc. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen pictures of you in a Joe Rogan t-shirt. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm a huge fan, man. <laughs> huge fan of Joe Rogan. All right, I, I, we don't. Are hate, you not? No, no, no. We don't hate Joe Rogan. Okay. Um, <laughs> There's so much stuff I can say now, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> No. I, I love. I, I've honestly never met anybody who didn't like Joe Rogan, no, who, I, who, I, and not just didn't like him. Didn't like he's like a god out here. Man. Really? See, that must be a West Coast thing. Man. I think so. Yeah. It's well. I mean, the Comedy Store is really close to the Sunset Strip. I yeah. love seeing stand-up comedy, and 
I, I see him, a lot of those dudes, man, just hanging out there. It's really cool. But yeah, I, I like, you know, I don't listen to all his podcasts because I'm more into like the musical ones or some of the comedian ones. But yeah, I, I got, so I was, uh, just for a little spur of the moment, listen no, to one has, of his podcasts, and I bought the shirt off Amazon, and I get tons of comments about it. I'll it, tell you that. it is a badass logo he has. I will not take that from him. Uh, I do listen to when he has people that I want to see on the show. But what I was getting to is, since you're wearing one of his shirts, we're going to have to send you one of ours. <sighs> oh, dude. <laughs> I'm all about Extra, extra large, buddy. Okay. <laughs> the other guys are the skinny ones. I, I need an XL, but you, absolutely. Okay. Well, we'll uh, when we're done here, we'll you you can message me your address and we'll get that out for you. Please do. But, uh, uh, absolutely. Deal. I love it. <laughs> so you know, in heavy metal, the T-shirt. Oh, is yeah. Such is so important. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. what do you wear? I've got a buddy of mine who's going to come out to the, the Sanctuary show in Detroit that uh, is a club at Sanctuary. And uh, I'm all stoked because he's bringing me a Pizza Hut shirt because he oh, works at Pizza Hut. That's badass, though. <laughs> fucking awesome. He's yeah. like, dude, you got to see this logo. It's, it's the retro logo, man. I used to deliver. I, I was the morning cook when they had, maybe they do somewhere, but like the sit-down Pizza Huts. Yeah. Like, out here, they don't fucking have them. Oh, and you're maybe kidding. Maybe they still got them here when they had the pizza bar, all you can eat pizza yes, bar yes, for lunch. Yeah, I, I was the morning prep cook that made like oh shit, like sixty pizzas. Oh wow! <laughs> and I was a delivery dude too, so I got some pizza. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, it, it, you know, not just heavy metal t-shirts, but yeah, t-shirts in, in heavy metal culture. Yeah, very important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You look back at, at a lot of concerts and video uh, rock videos. How many? Inf- uh, how much influence has been on T-shirt purchases from videos alone? Oh, for sure, absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah. The, the whole industry. Yeah, <laughs> someone's old, you know, put their kids through college just stuff based on one person. Yeah, where the right video, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Or the company was about to fold, and then they got featured in a music video. Boom. Yep. Ella, absolutely, man. Never hurts. Yeah, send it out to me, man. I'll I'll fly the colors for sure. Yeah, I mean, we appreciate. It. I mean, we we think. I mean, I'm not gonna shit on Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> why why not? <laughs> no. But I'll, I'll listen to save it for uh, you know your next podcast. But now I'm kind of curious, you know. What, like, what, what, what do these guys have against? Oh, no, 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 we just it. we like, just it's, it's just profit. jokes. No, no, no. It's, okay. we're just joking. Uh, Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I am. I don't know what he has again. Must be an East Coast because he's from Boston. Does that have something to do with it? I don't know. We don't like Boston. You think he's like a we're from Philly we like in a sense, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a lot of them here. Um, a lot of the uh, best comedians. Many of them are from the East Coast and moved to the West Coast, and because yeah. like the comedy store is like, uh, it's like. Probably the best comedy club in the world. So. Well, the, the big yeah, the comedy clubs out there compared to over here. Yeah, um, we have Punchline in Philly and a, another one, um, but they come all come from West Coast to travel this circuit and yeah. they go back out. Yeah. Um, oh, that's that's very cool. In Detroit, they have Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle, I think, and okay. that's that's um, seeing a comedy show is. 
I absolutely love it, especially a if they're good. But well, but B, you know <laughs> that helps. That helps right? <laughs> Unless you got dead but, batteries, you want to throw at them. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's what I'm talking about. That East Coast fucking toughness, <laughs> but um, dickishness, whichever way you want to. Well, hit. we but are an eagle. You, well, I'm an Eagles fan. We'll throw batteries at Santa Claus. Uh, so <laughs> I love I, I love it. Hey, but okay, so when you see it, when you by the time you see a special on netflix it's already like a fucking year old yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you see these guys that might have wrote this joke this morning or girls ladies um anyway this comedian writes this joke that morning and it's like you're sharing the moment with a creator if you will it's yeah. almost like yeah. listening viewing the writing session to fucking stairway to heaven maybe you know yeah it's it's kind of it's that's what i love about how uh, see, assuming that they're they're not so the new comedians are all about new stuff. I guess there was a period of time where these guys would do the same set forever. And you got to have someone who's up to date. But I, I love it, man. And yeah, well, the, so I, out there you're getting out there. You're in the area where you could be where they're testing their new material. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's incredible because yeah. it's a different world for sure. It, it's like to see these dudes that like to me are superstars just like hanging out. Uh, like you said, just running their jokes. I I just go there, you know. Yeah. I don't know who's playing that night or performing that night. It's always good. That's cool. It's, it is. It's very cool, man. I love it. Um, yeah, check it out. Yeah, we we have a comedian. Uh, he's local. He's out of. Uh, oh God, I want to say near Harrisburg is what I'm going to throw out there. Earl David Reed. He's funny as shit. We got. I got to see him locally and had me crying laughing yeah uh he did he had an hbo special he was on comedy central unfortunately uh, i don't know what else he does uh he, yeah he does he does a lot of local stuff um but i don't know why he hasn't blown up he should he's funny as hell maybe he does there you go. maybe he's happy working with the radio station uh, hey yeah it's you never know but i love that shit when you because i've never heard it dude yeah you have now that's kind of like Music uh, is similar like that, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and you're talking to me about a guy who I, I guarantee you. Apparently, you like him a little bit more than Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> I like Joe Rogan on news radio. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> the old show. So he liked Joe Rogan 20 years ago. Yes, <laughs> actually 30 years ago, something like that. Man, that yeah, Phil Harmon was still alive. Yeah, but it's. Cool, man. Well, I, I got to be honest. I'm going to have a student coming. I teach guitar, by the way. Okay. Lucas teaches guitar. Yeah, that's cool. Sam has, like, uh, so many jobs. Yeah. For Amazon. Oh, again, I kind of got to wrap it up, but well, no, no, it's no, been a blast fine. hanging we, uh, with you Yeah, we loved having you. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, get, ladies and gentlemen, get on the, the Spring Break Tour to see Ward Vader. They're, they're coming Spring somewhere. Break Neck. Yeah, spring, spring break, break neck. neck yeah. My bad, my Come bad. On, read it, right. I'll read it Plug right. them properly, yeah. damn it. They'll be in Vegas, Tucson, El Paso, San Angelo, San Antonio, New Orleans, Lafayette, Austin on two nights, uh, Texas. I I'm just going to post He's the whole read. fucking just, thing. Yeah, just read it. It'll only take 20 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Eric, uh, you, Eric, uh, message me your address. We'll get a shirt over to you. I will. And, and in case, you know, because we've just been shooting the shit, if anybody's forgotten, the name of the band's Void Vader. We didn't mention that? <laughs> Which means, I don't even know if we said it, but uh, yeah. Darth Vader in Spanish. <laughs> in That's case you need to know Darth how Vader to spell it, it's V-O-I-D-V-A-T. 
T-O-R. Yeah. Okay? Like and you type that in and, and just shit will just pop like up, you know? Tater. What? <laughs> oh, God. I, guys, check them out. The music is awesome. I mean, if you want an eclectic mix of everything from nice. 80s and, uh, I mean... 80s, 90s, 90s now. Like, yeah, yeah, it's an amazing... Uh, we're having fun listening to it and getting to know it. And uh, Eric, we appreciate it. Tell yes. the band thank hello you. and thank you. And we'll I'll shoot a message and thank him. Good luck. Hopefully we get you out here in Pennsylvania one of these freaking days. Love to. Love to be there. Thanks. Take Later. Care. All right. Thank you, Eric. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Awesome to have him on the show. Void Vader. V-A-T-O-R. That's right. Uh, follow him on Instagram, Facebook. They're on YouTube. Their music's on Amazon. I'm assuming it's on the others. It's on I, YouTube I as well. Uh, I did see they are on Apple Music. Are they? Okay. Yeah, I my didn't. research for them. I didn't look for that. but um, I didn't look for Apple specifically. It just yeah. came up. So. Okay. So, well, that was an awesome interview. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for having us. We're going to exit the show today with a song from Void Vader. That sounds good. Am I forgetting anything? Uh, they go on tour in March. They, yes. The, so, the Spring Break Neck Tour. That's right. So check out. They, uh, they got the tour dates on their Instagram. So uh, see if you can check them out in your city. Yep. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Yes. Everything else, we're all over iTunes, uh, whatever it is called, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, yep. Stitcher, uh, Pod Tuppin. That's right. Thank you, Sweden. That's right. Um, be sure, uh, there, it's all the Happy Ending Pod Show at those Indian thingies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Follow the B3 for all our beers we're drinking on the show. He posts all the time, so you can see. Um, <laughs> Uh, so thanks for listening. Yeah. Have a good one. Thanks. And uh, here's some boy food. Yeah. <laughs>